Salut à tous, c'est Marie de Just Friendship, and in this podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different because I'm really going to share something personal for me, really, really personal. And we're, talking, we're going to talk about the struggles of living abroad because I know that some of you are listening to my podcast because you want to move to France, you want to move to another country, you are interested in languages, in traveling, etc. And um, I wanted to talk about my experience as an expat because being an expat, I have lived in Ireland for three years. And so I've been an expat. I've been someone who hasn't lived in her home country for a while. And being an expat is, you know, often pictured as something super amazing, you know, rainbows and butterflies. You're going to learn so many things. And yeah, yeah, there's all of that. But it's not just rainbows and butterflies you know sometimes sometimes it's hard and we're going to talk about the struggles of living abroad here's a few things you should expect here's a few struggles that you will came across that you will get that you will encounter that you will experience and i don't want it to diminish diminished to diminished Uh, your experience as uh, as an expat or your motivation to go abroad. Just, you know, I wanted you to know as well. So first thing is that you are going to miss important events. That's kind of obvious, right? For example, you won't be there for your uncle's 15th birthday or for your brother's graduation or your parents' wedding anniversary. For all of those big events that are planned in advance, you, you probably won't be there. Because you can't be there for every event that is happening, right? If you're a bit like me, you know, I'm an introvert, that might not sound like such a big deal, you know. And and it's not. Uh, on most most cases, it's not. But even, even an introvert needs to share happy moments with her family, with her friends, right? And it can be hard, especially for those big important events that... Uh, to see pictures of such moments and not being there. And sometimes you even get people who remember, oh yeah, you were there for it. No, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I was I was in Ireland alone in my bedroom because uh, I didn't find anything to do this particular evening. And you were there partying and it was just, you know, it can be hard. Second thing that you are going to miss is anything, because missing anything sometimes is hard, um, especially when it comes to particular situations. For example, my my grandmother is sick, and every day that I'm not seeing her is a loss because every day she's you know more and more gone, and I, I don't mean physically, I mean mentally. And the worst thing when I was abroad is. Sometimes when you come back, you you realize that you haven't realized that you will never really see her again before you have to go through it. So it kind of is a shock. It like happens to you when you come back and poof, you know, boom, uh, in your face. And um, it's not just that. When I when I mean anything is like even missing out on the little things like like a dinner or you know a place or for example I I I love the way the sun is going from my window uh, in my bedroom at my parents and you know that's something that you can miss if you are um, months even years abroad without coming back home. 
Another thing that is hard is not being there when it matters, you know. Sometimes the big events in life, they're not the, the most important ones. Sure, you see your families you haven't seen in ages at those wedding anniversary and things like that. But, you know, sometimes it's harder. At least for me, it's harder, you know, to miss the unimportant events, the ones that happen that weren't planned, like the spontaneous ones. It's generally during those events that some things happen that people will talk about for years to come. Like uh, when your dog did that face when he ate a lemon or when your friends fell on his butt and it was so hilarious, but you weren't there. Obviously you weren't there. So you can't really share the, the joke, the inside joke, the same way as, as people do it. Another thing that you'll do is that you'll miss actual people as well. I mean, it's not just about events because you won't be able to hop on a plane each time you miss someone specific. And well, if you truly ever have missed someone who lived far away, even just a few hours, I mean, you know what I mean, can be a feeling of emptiness. Uh, it's really, really uncomfortable. It's, yeah, I, I have no words to describe this. And this feeling sort of creeps on you as well. You know, you don't realize it's there until it's there. And, you know, of course, you can call people on Skype, you know, see the, the little faces that you miss, but it's not exactly the same. Another thing that will happen, probably, I don't, I don't wish that for you to happen, but for, for a lot of people, it did. And when I, and when I talk with uh, people who have lived abroad, it did for them as well. You will lose friends. Uh, some friends will not be okay with you going abroad, not be okay with you not being there all the time. They will not forgive you for abandoning them. You can dis we can discuss of you know how those people were not really truly friends, but the fact are here you were friends with them before and you were seeing them regularly and you were having good times with them, and when you came back, well, you don't do that anymore, and you're not their friends anymore. And it can be a bit upsetting and you can blame yourself for that. Even though uh, it's not your fault, it will happen and it's not such a bad thing, but you will lose friends. Another struggle is that your friends and families will get used to you not being there. That is especially true if you are going abroad for very, very long periods of time, more than, than a year, more than a few months. The people you grew up with, you know, they will miss you. Yeah, but after a few years, they'll get used to you not being there at the wedding anniversary. They will not ask, oh, will you be there? Will you be home for my birthday? And you won't be a part of the team as you used to be. They will still be your friends, you know, but it'll be different. And don't get me wrong, it's not entirely a bad thing as well, because you gain so much and you bring so much on the table as well when you come back and people really are truly happy to see you when you haven't been there for a while. But can be a bit, especially from abroad, when you are abroad, you feel all of this. Another thing that I <laughs> really, really struggled with is pets and missing pets, because I'm, I'm a sucker for my pets, my, my dogs, my babies. And when I say pets, actually, it's my family's pets. But, you know, with people, you can always call them. You can always send them a text. You can always send them a letter, you know, something something that will, you know, you can interact with them, you can communicate with them. But there's no real interaction with your pets. 
<laughs> Trust me, I've tried to make my pets react to me on Skype, but it doesn't really happen. And it can be hard, you know, because so much of the communication that you have with your pets, it passes through touch, through you being there and them being with you, right? And the last struggle, and it's funny because it's something that a lot of expats experience, but some of, some of them not really, but when you experience it, it's strong. And it's that you'll never really belong anywhere anymore. Especially when you come back. You know, because, for example, for me, when I'm in Ireland, uh, I'm not in Ireland anymore, I'm back in France, but when I was in Ireland, you, you are not Irish, you're French, right? When I was in France, when I was living in Ireland, well, I was not, yes, I was French, but I was not truly French because I was not living in France, right? It's kind of a hard feeling to explain and people who have born and raised abroad will probably agree with me on this one, but you, you don't have a strong identity anymore. You lose your monolingual monoculture and so you don't belong in a monoculture group anymore. I'm not entirely French anymore because I've lived abroad. I've lived in Ireland. I've lived in the UK. And I've I lost my monolingual and monocultural uh, ability. And I sometimes kind of miss the simplicity of just being, you know, just being French. It's, yeah, uh, I don't know. If, if you have experienced it, please, you know, let me a comment to, to tell me that I'm not alone. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the, the struggles of living abroad is that you'll miss important events. You'll miss anything that, you know, uh, you'll not be there when it matters. You'll miss people. You lose friends, probably. You lose um, your communication with your pets. Your families and friends will get used to you not being there. And you won't really belong anywhere anymore if you do this truly to the max when it comes to expatriation. Okay, well, <laughs> this podcast was kind of really hard for me um, to draft and think about. And I, I actually wondered if I was going to share it or not. And uh, I want to finish on, on the note to tell you that uh, all those struggles, they're nothing compared to what you're going to gain from living abroad, from learning another language, from becoming a multicultural kind of person. Um, and it's really an experience that if you have the opportunity to do it, just come on, do it. And it gives you such a, an amazing point of view as, a, as an outlander. You know, you can actually look at your society, your culture, your language from an outsider point of view. And that's that's truly amazing. And I wouldn't have traded it for the world anyway. If, if I was to, to you know, start my life again, I, I would do it the exact same way. So if you relate, you can share this with your friends. You can open the discussion in the comments if you are on YouTube or on the blog. And if you are interested in uh, learning a language, learning French, learning about French culture, about learning techniques and etc., I suggest you sign up for the email for the email uh, emails, sorry, 
uh, and you'll receive two to three emails per day, per week, sorry, <laughs> per week. Yes, per week. Um, it depends on how how I feel, what, what kind of work I have to do, etc. But I, I send uh, podcast videos, I send articles, things that inspired me, things that will take your French or your language learning to the next level, etc. So if you uh, want to take your French to the next level, sign up for Just French It and I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.